0: What's going on, sons and daughters? Grace and Wimbish here. Wanted to let y'all know before we get into this episode with J.J. Singleton that the Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by none other than our good friends down at the Main Street Pharmacy. Go down there, see Dr. Lord Jeremy Counts. You are a neighbor, not a number down at the Main Street Pharmacy. You'll head in there immediately to your left. You'll see Miss Pac-Man, a few other arcade games. You'll see the crutches for that broken foot that you might have. And then outside of that, it is a pharmacy, so they will take care of all of your pharmaceutical needs. They will fill any prescription. And this is news. For Saturday, April 16th, on the spring game, uh, we will be doing pins. And we hope to see everyone rocking them. And where can you pick them up? They will be available to pick up at the Mainstream Pharmacy. It's going to say Champs of Brooklyn to honor the Virginia Tech men's basketball team, who are ACC champions of Brooklyn, Speaking of which, J.J., and I'd talk about that actually, he's uh, he's very, very fired up about the ACC championship. He talked to me about Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, which is the month of March. He also talked to me about, about the Cologuard Classic that he attended, where he met John Daly and was the namesake on his golf clubs. I don't want to spoil anything else, y'all. It's Friday, crack open a cold drink, sit back and relax, and enjoy this episode and interview with J.J. Singleton. What's going on, sons and daughters? My name is Grayson Wimbish. Timestamp is Tuesday, March 15th. Beware the Ides of March at 1230 p.m. PST. That's 330 p.m. EST on the nose. I am joined today by a very special guest. This one is long overdue. We got J.J. Singleton on the podcast today. Uh, and for those of y'all who don't know J.J., J.J. Singleton is an ambassador for Fight CRC, an organization that is founded upon bringing awareness to those in the fight against colorectal cancer. J.J. was diagnosed with stage two colorectal cancer in 2016 and is one of many brave human beings who puts their gloves up every single day and continues to battle the illness on a daily basis. And last month, actually, J.J. was the namesake on PGA champion and golf icon John Daly's Golf Club Bag at the annual Cologuard Classic and continues to be a boots-on-the-ground ambassador for the fight against cancer at large. And for those, you know, in the Virginia Tech Twitter community, uh, you know that JJ is an avid Virginia Tech Hokie fan, Uh, And he's, it's, you know, it means so much to us, dude, because you are one of the OG original day one supporters of the Sons of Saturday podcast. So with that being said, man, like I said, this is long overdue. Welcome to the Sons of Saturday. How are you doing JJ? I'm
1: doing good. I appreciate it. Glad to be on. And y'all have got me through many, many chemo sessions. So I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Well, we appreciate you. Um, So first off, off the bat, I know because I saw this on Twitter you're in Washington, D.C. right now. Why are you in Washington, D.C.? What's, what's got you there?
1: Well, the organization I'm with, Fight CRC, we're doing a thing called uh, Call on Congress. So uh, Thursday, we are virtually meeting with uh, congressional aides, Congress senators, trying to get more money funded into research and uh, close loopholes and some other things into the put in through Congress. Because colorectal cancer is so underfunded compared to cancers that are as big as they are. Because if things don't change, by 2030, colon cancer is going to be the number one cancer death from people of ages 20 to 49. So it affects people that they don't even realize they got. So that's what we're trying to do this week.
0: Wow. Okay. See, like, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I hope that goes well. You're going to have to let me know. What's high, is that today you're doing that? Uh,
1: I checked into the hotel today, and tomorrow, like, if you look on, like, Twitter, I've retweeted a, you know, on the Washington Mall, there's a, like, little memorial we got. They put 27,000 blue ribbons out for each person under the age of 50. That'll be diagnosed with colon cancer, and we're having some presentations tomorrow, and then Thursday's when I meet with the congressional people.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, you know, you got you got some time between now and then. Like I said, we're recording this podcast Tuesday, March 15th. Uh, I do want to talk to you about this. I do want to get your reaction real quick about this. Men's Virginia Tech basketball team, Man. ACC champions for the first time ever. I got to know, first off, where'd you watch the games? Who'd you watch them with? What were your initial reactions? Did you think we were going to go the distance? I want to hear watching this tournament from J.J. Singleton's perspective. All right, well, I watched it
1: from my couch by myself because I had chemo last week. So Thursday came around and I still wasn't feeling too good. I've had some rough stuff. like I had chemo, my three-month scans, the doctor appointments, did all that last week. So it was not a good week for me. So this basketball happened at like the perfect time. I mean, like – hours a day for four straight days got to escape everything and just enjoy virginia tech sports which is what they do better than almost anything else in my life i know some people don't like it because i'm like even if we do lose unfortunately that's still better than 90 percent of my week i have to go through so but it was i did not think we were going to win i thought we were going to win a few games at least and i was hoping that was going to be enough to get to the tournament but then (laughs)
0: once I seen the Notre Dame game and how they were
1: playing I was like man if they just you know play like that hit a few shots in the right places we could beat anybody so
0: speaking of hitting shots in the right places uh Darius Maddox hitting the game winner buzzer beater over Clemson I I unfortunately I was at work I was working late last Thursday I didn't get to watch one second of that game uh did you have the chance to see that game live did you yeah I, I was uh
1: I was laying in the bed, so I was watching it on my phone, because sometimes I'm just like, you know, laying in the bed there, sure, but the phone sure. got dropped on my face, <laughs> me being excited, so it was it was worth it, though.
0: Oh, man, is your face all right? You good? Oh, yeah, we're, we're good. It, it happens more than I like to
1: admit with the neuropathy in my fingers, so.
0: <laughs> so what were you, you know, because... Like I said, I was at work. I didn't see. What was going through your head? I, I heard that Clemson kind of started to claw their way back at the end. Were, were you in full-fledged panic mode? What, what were you thinking? Uh, yeah, there was a few times where I was like, I almost like cut
1: cut it off and was like, I'll check ESPN in a, few, a little bit to see the final scores. But, the, I mean, the way they were playing, I was like, they're going to keep it close. Right. And then yeah. luckily, you know, a few bounces, and people say it as luck or something. But I was like, you got to be lucky sometimes to win. So,
0: And it's—I think the recurring theme on Twitter this, at least this weekend, was—I mean—that just that kind of stuff just doesn't happen to us. Yeah,
1: you
0: know, those game winners—they don't really happen to us, and then we don't—we don't (laughs) win the ACC. No, Uh, it it just hasn't happened. But now it has. They
1: and it was—it was great. It was great weekend.
0: Um. Well, with that notion in mind, to shift gears here, uh, the reason obviously we want to have you on today, March is a very special month that hits close home. To not only yourself with hundreds of thousands of people in the fight against colorectal cancer. Uh, and if my research is correct, you agreed to be an ambassador for fight CRC a little over a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. what has your experience been like this past year as an ambassador and why did you feel called to take that position?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, around may is when they officially told me that I was going to be one and it's like a year thing. So around, this fall my year will be up but I'll still be heavily involved with them and uh, I throughout my journey like when I first started cancer I was like don't need to share my story head down get through it and then if anybody who knows my story it came back and is incurable so cancer's with me for my life so then through a lot of uh, therapy and mental health and stuff I became comfortable enough to tell my story and uh, I had a friend who's in this, a man up to cancer group. And he convinced me that I should do this because he he's the one that convinced me that my story people want to hear and want to hear it and it could help people make a difference. So I kind of just jumped in with both feet and turns out that a lot of people do want to hear my story. It makes an impact on certain things and certain people. So, but it's been a great year. I've uh, got to go to a, Springfield, Missouri for an ambassador training thing. I went to the Arizona to the color classic. And uh, now I'm here doing this, did some fundraisers and, you know, it's, it gives me a little bit of motivation on those bad days just to keep going.
0: You're all over the place, man. <laughs> I know you are, you are everywhere. That's crazy. I, Cause I do, I do realize, I mean, that, uh, the, you know, golf tournament was in Arizona Mm-hmm. Uh TC, Springfield, Missouri. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so okay, we gotta talk about this. Uh, you've been obviously extremely active on Instagram and Twitter, posting what is called a hashtag strong arm selfie. Yes. What is the significance of the strong arm selfie and what kind of positive outreach does it promote?
1: All right. A strong arm selfie was created, um can't remember who, the Chemo brain is real for anybody that's ever heard of that real thing. But uh, you just do a strong arm selfie pose and you can hashtag strong arm selfie and uh, tag fight CRC. And every time somebody posts that, every like it gets, retweet or Instagram like or on Facebook, these uh, group of companies pledged a dollar donation to fight colorectal cancer and like the research and the fundraising that they're doing up to $40,000. So we're just trying to get as many likes and stuff until we get to that $40,000. And even beyond that, because people see it and then they're like, oh, what does that mean? So then they can click on a link and read about, you know, the colorectal cancer and all the statistics and how it's happening to your younger people. But it's the main way just to get awareness out there and to raise money because, like, it's... The truth is, people don't like talking about your colon and your bowel habits. So colorectal cancer is not talked about enough or we raised enough money for. So we're just trying to find ways to do that.
0: It's kind of taboo. I guess you could say. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, I mean, I can't say anything because before I got it, I, I never wanted to talk about my colon or my bathroom habits or what happens or all the goods and bads of that stuff. So <laughs> I really understand, but now after seven years, I'm like, I don't think I go more than a day or two without talking about it.
0: Sure. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Just it, it is that particular. I think cancer yeah. is is harder to talk about. I guess yeah. people uh, think it's
1: the old people cancer because I know when I got diagnosed, I was like, my grandpa should have this, not me at 27. Right. But it's it's crazy how young it's it happening now.
0: Yeah, it, it it's wild. Um, so in February we have ta- mentioned this um, a couple times already. The Coligar Classic. It's a PGA Champions Tour event, and you had the chance to meet golf legend and, in my opinion, all-around American badass, John Daly, uh, and he had your name on his golf mm-hmm. Man, How awesome is that? Um, what was meeting JD like? What did that experience mean to you? What was Arizona like? Walk us through that.
1: Uh, it was great. Like, uh, This was the second year I did it, and he's been my golfer each year, but last year because of COVID I couldn't go. So this year I went, and as uh, soon as I got there, I didn't even know that. The P- official like, PGA Tour came up, and they're like, oh, we're going to do an interview with you. So they mic'd me up, had the camera there, did that whole little piece that they put out. And John Daly is just, he's 100% authentic. What you see is what you get. You, And even in the interview, I was like, they missed about five or ten beats that, like, he just let the cuss words fly like you know he would in the <laughs> two-minute conversation that I had with him. But um, he he just told me that, you know he went through two rounds of chemo with the cancer scare he had, and he said they don't understand how I've been through 112 rounds of it, and uh, it was it was it was a once in a lifetime thing and first time I'd ever been to Arizona, so flew into Phoenix because one of my best friends I met in the cancer community, her and her family lived there, so we drove from Phoenix to Tucson and didn't understand the cactuses got that big. Yeah. Okay, it looks a little different in yeah. Looney Tunes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's a the Wild Wild West. It's it's wild. It, it quite literally is wild. It's just a yeah. new world out here. Then you get out there in the desert, um, and it's it's just so different than where you and I grew up. Yep. It, it blows my mind that you know people like grow up there and go to high school there. <laughs> you cool. know, in the middle of the desert. So well,
1: that and then just how big the cities are because you know I live twenty minutes west of Asheville in the town of. Like 3000 people. Right. I'm like, I go to this person, like their community has more people than my whole county has. And I'm just, this is not what I'm used to.
0: Exactly. Um, So I, you know, I think anyone who knows you would say that you're a beacon of light in every community that you're a part of. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. I am curious from a personal perspective, uh, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face on a day-to-day basis that people might not see on social media And what helps you stay positive on some of your harder days? Is there like a mantra or, you know, a personal philosophy that you have that kind of gets you through? Uh, Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I know, like people that look at cancer journeys,
1: you can see the physical toll that cancer takes on you, the chemo and everything. And I was, I came in expecting that. And it was more than I ever expected through all these years. But the mental and emotional, like, Toll that it takes on you is something that nobody talks enough about, and especially in men, because it's still you know taboo for men to ask help, mental health, and everything. And that's one of the things I'm trying to do here lately to like break that stigma, because without therapy and without you know the mental health side, I wouldn't be here because I got to some very dark places in some of the worst years that I had through this. So that's the one thing I always, or I want to get out now that, you know, it's just mental health is like so important, even in like the cancer journey.
0: Absolutely. On my rough
1: days, it's just, I was told by a friend who like sat in the cancer center with me about my first two and a half years. And he passed away a few years ago, but he was like, on your worst days, remember you can fail one, two, three, four days in a row. But that first positive day you have, that means your life's not a failure. So, just one bad day doesn't mean you're failing.
0: That's that's deep, man. Yeah, that's that, awesome.
1: That's what I needed to hear, especially during those those treatment days, is because I, I mean I'll go three, four, but especially back then I'd go three, four, five days with barely moving off the couch.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, and and I do I do agree with you, JJ. I think there is a a stigma around mental health, just. And not only, I think, in the in the cancer community, but also you just said at, at large, oh, yeah. with, with men, you, you know you you're afraid to ask for help. Uh, mm-hmm. and and it's kind of it isn't talked about enough. Uh, yeah, it's like building the way, like
1: I mean, even like the way I grew up, you know, you shoulder your own problems, you work hard enough, you can get through it. And yep. I was like then those problems came where as the harder I worked, the deeper I got it, and I was like, I can't get through this by myself.
0: It's a fact. It's a fact. So if anyone's listening to this and you're going through some hard times right now, do not be afraid to reach out and ask for help. That is all too real. Um, Lastly, before we move into rapid fire, JJ, what is your message to anyone currently fighting the fight, whether it be colorectal cancer or any other kind of cancer?
1: It's hard. It's going to suck. Nothing we can do about that, but don't give up. One day can change everything. I was on my very last option. There was no more treatments, a clinical trial. If it didn't work, I was going to die. And it ended up working. So you never know what can change in one day, one phone call, one approved treatment. So just keep fighting and reach out and find your people that help you through it.
0: Keep the gloves up. I love it. Um, that's, that's, this has been awesome, man. Let's, let's move into rapid fire. Uh, we got to start here. Fa- number one, favorite Virginia tech sporting memory.
1: Oh, sure. There's a lot of those, but probably it'll be the, uh, North Carolina, the six overtime game. Cause I was actually there. Like I remember like my very first Virginia tech memory, is sitting with my dad and my grandpa watching the uh, West Virginia nineteen ninety nine game.
0: Oh, That's okay. the first football game like
1: I remember where I wasn't playing on youth league and I watched. But then being there for that six overtime game when I was healthy enough to actually go back and do that, it it was something that was special.
0: Absolutely, I, I think. A lot of people would say the same. I, I mean, I was there. I was lucky enough to be there. It was my birthday weekend. And that, that to this day, I think is my favorite after post game episode we've ever recorded uh, like three hours. And mm-hmm. I'm sure Bill and Pat would tell the tell you the exact same thing, but I I'm with you, man. That, that game's top three of all time. Yeah. Uh, favorite restaurant in Blacksburg. I, I've only been to a
1: few because unfortunately when I go to games, I have to, Control what I eat and stuff, so I'm not running to the bathroom every five minutes of the game. Gotcha. But <sighs> I did go with the uh, Jeremy counts and stuff before the basketball game to the Red Door, and they had some of the best French fries.
0: Okay. That I had, but then also when my dad came back
1: this year for their uh, Peach Bowl win reunion, that's the first time I'd ever eaten or been to Tots, and it was it was it was up there too. So.
0: Awesome. I've never been to the red door. Shout out Germ. Shout out G- Dr. Germ accounts. Uh I may have to may have to take a trip over there yeah. soon while I'm in time for the spring game. That'd be awesome. Um favorite leisure activity. You know, when you're when you're feeling good, what are you doing? That kind of um, clears the head.
1: Going to movies. Even though now it's mostly watching on on streaming services, but before COVID it was I would go to the movies after every single doctor appointment. Okay. Like 11 a.m., Monday, Tuesday, weekday morning movies, almost here and there completely by myself, can, like, escape into any type of world except scary movies. Don't like scary. I
0: don't you like think scary, of scary movies.
1: I'm all for, like, I'm, I'm a huge nerd, as everybody can say. I retweet, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, The Rings, all that. Anything that I can escape what I deal with into some fantasy world or even real world where it's just not my world is 100% like my my thing.
0: Let it be known, J.J. Singleton does not like scary movies. There you go. Not at all. <laughs> um, Got to do this. Mike Young, Sons of Cold drinks waiting. What's your go-to beverage of the adult variety? It has
1: changed here recently because chemo has changed my taste. Right now, it is pretty much any cocktail with like a sour, tart taste to it because chemo's done stuff to my taste buds that i've never thought possible so i have to have that like tartness to get a taste to it so okay so yeah kind of
0: like fun dip-esque level yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a, a lot of it, like anything with like a
1: juice that like cranberry or something that has that tart taste and people look at me funny now and i'm like hey, look i just i do what tastes good to me now and it's weird but
0: hey man
1: Used to <laughs> just be you know a normal beer and whiskey guy before I got sick, but
0: sure now it
1: changes to whatever the chemo taste buds like.
0: Absolutely, no, that's always good. Like a you know maybe a mimosa or a yeah mimosa. I enjoy like during the summer a mojito every once in a while. It's... Oh, fantastic! Um, playlists. What kind of music are you listening to? What's on that, that? is
1: very diverse. Uh, okay.
0: Depending on the mood,
1: but I have a few different ones, especially like the chemo day playlist. It'll go from anything from, you know, 90s rap with Biggie, Tupac to Outcast. Outcast is one of my my probably favorite, like ever. But then it'll go to the Beatles and Luke Combs since he's from Asheville. So it, it goes all over the place, filtered by the mood that
0: I'm in. You're like me. You're like me. Yeah. I I my, my my music taste is so diverse. It's all over the place. It could be country. I love outcast. Outcast yeah. legends. Absolutely. I was gonna say
1: there there's one spot, in one of my playlists, and it goes pretty much from NWA and run DMC to Beastie Boys, the Beatles, Eagles, and then like Alan Jackson. <laughs> and I'm just like ah, that's the way the mind works.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Um, okay, so you say you love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. what in the i would say in the last let's do this the last six months what are some of your favorite movies that you've seen
1: hmm. love the new spider-man yep it was the new batman was right up there with probably the dark knight trilogy as the best and i'm not a huge batman fan but there and uh I really haven't like watched that many serious movies. It's been a lot of like superhero, but I was very impressed with Kingsman. Kingsman. The, yeah, the new one that came out, and I, I liked it a lot. So those are probably three that are my favorites.
0: Okay. Did you see Dune? I did, and it, it was it was right up
1: there too. But it was I still I, I need to go back and read the book of that because there's. Like I like reading the books and stuff too, so I can actually know what's going on and everything. And it's been a long time since I've read that.
0: Right, exactly. I, I tend to agree, but I'm with you on Batman. Uh, it's up there, right there with the Christopher Nolan trilogy. That was, it was yeah. a really, really good movie.
1: It was, and
0: it, when you, when a movie's that long and it didn't feel
1: like that long when I'm watching it, I was like, that that they they did it right.
0: That's what everyone's saying. Every, it's like a three hour movie, but it, it doesn't feel that way because you're just locked in the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay, so on the flip side of that, streaming, Sons of Streaming, best shows out right now. What are you watching? What are you streaming?
1: Oh, let's see. The last – I'm actually going through a rewatch of the 70s show at night right now. I haven't watched that since I was, like, first few years of college and high school and stuff. So that's been the uh, last part of it. And then I'm watching uh, the Fury, the Power Show spinoff Fury. And uh, that's about the only new stuff because I've been so busy here lately, but always I'll have like parts and rec all my during when I just need to like escape from the world because I'm a parts and rec guy over at the office. Love them both, but I'll choose parts every time.
0: Okay. I feel like you're either one or the other. You, you yeah. And I mean, like I,
1: the office is classic and there there's some great seasons and episodes, but parts is just great from beginning to end to me.
0: I think it's, I think it's whichever one you see first, you're yeah. partial to
1: yeah. And
0: yeah, definitely. I saw the office first and then I tried watching Parks and Rec and I'm like, they're the same show. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can totally
1: see that. And I, I watched Parks first and I, I watched it. It was like what I watched when I came home from hospital or chemo and stuff. So something that would make me laugh there is always going to be like top of the list.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Um, that's it for rapid fire. I, I just want to say, you know, JJ, like this has been so much fun. You know, you're an inspiration to all of us, man. Hokey nation loves you. Um, and are you, are you going to make it to the spring game? Is- um, I do not think so. I'm actually going to
1: Florida for my first ever trip to like Disney and Universal with my best friend Ooh. and his kids and stuff. So we you're coming back the day before, but I don't think, I, I think I'm going to be laying on the couch there. Okay. So
0: I okay, will we'll be them. out there every game this fall. Rock and roll, man. We'll have to uh we'll have to get you in touch with Courtney Adams, she and her family, big Disney people, and yeah. they'll, they'll have all the recommendations for you. Uh might you gotta ride Space Mountain. That's yeah, great. definitely. You gotta ride it, Space Mountain and Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Two of the I best things over there. All of my friends, all of my family have been like when we were little and stuff, but I was always doing like AAU basketball or something, so I never got to go. So yes. I'm excited.
0: I'm, Disney World is better than Disneyland. That's my opinion. Yeah, You got to be partial to it. But thank you so much for coming on, JJ. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to meet you in person. I, I've never met you in person. So it, next next fall, one of the games, we we got to link up at the tailgate. And you Definitely. And, and Billy Ray all got to get together. But we got to do this before we sign off. I'm, I'm throwing up the strong arm. Yes. Got got to throw up the strong arm and hold on. We're gonna screenshot this. There we go wait a minute i messed it up you know <laughs> what we'll get them next time <laughs> yeah. we're good we're good man you know that's strong arm selfie but uh um yeah dude it's been a lot of fun go Hokies always always they're it's Fighting that good fight
1: love the Hokies they're one of the best skates, and i mean i've loved them my whole life but just love everybody everything about them so
0: and where and before we do this where can we uh, where can we follow you uh, Twitter,
1: you know, JJ Singleton one Instagram, JJ five, one, four, five. And that's what I'm on. Most of the time. You don't want to follow the Facebook. All it is is health updates for my family. So they don't call me. So.
0: Cool. And then any sharky shout outs, anyone you want to shout out real quick?
1: Uh, just Hokey nation. Thank y'all. Y'all have been an inspiration on some really, really dark days. Like the, I might not reply to all the comments or messages and stuff, but I see them. So I appreciate it every single time.
0: Rock and roll. Go Hokies, y'all. Thank you to JJ. We'll see y'all soon. It's time to wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. by I saw you dance like you want to in my head. love she said.